good beautiful evening it is Thursday May 12th and I'm feeling a little bit like what do you do when uh, you know your kids walk in or watched you in a sexual act how do you handle it and what does it feel like well let me tell you ah sweet bedtime the kids are tucked in you're ironically still awake even better you're finally got a moment alone with your fancy hubby or your hands handsome sexy whatever you want to call it right things get heated and sexual and finally you're back into it like you used to be when you guys were first doing things ah uh, you didn't hear the little feet tripling down the hallway to catch you and then you hear it mom dad Oh, you glimpse your pajama dressed child standing in your bedroom doorway with a very scared and funny looking expression maybe. Meanwhile, you're dying a thousand parental deaths as you frantically try to calculate just how big of an eyefall your little one just got. Oh, yes, the cringe inducing scenario is regrettable and it does happen frequently. But it may not be as bad as you think. And uh, I think I know how to handle it in the aftermath. You know, of an accidental peep show. <sighs> Let's talk about a lock. Parents can ward off this purely preventable incident by simply installing a locking bedroom doorknob. Once children are old enough to get out of their bed at night, a bedroom doorknob that locks creates safe boundaries for kids and provides parents with welcome security and peace of mind during sex bedroom door locks are there for a reason parents should use them okay even all the doctors of any kind of parenting book says use a lock uh my favorite book to quote now is a chicken's guide to talking turkey with your kids about sex they said get a lock so i think i'm going to try that out and then next thing you need to do dial down the details but what about when your young child has breezed through your lockless or unlocked bedroom door during lovemaking? <sighs> Start by taking a moment to collect your thoughts and possibly your clothing quickly. Okay. As with any embarrassing situation, your first instinct may not be your best response. When you're frustrated, it's easy to say too much or say the wrong thing. Um, I recommend taking a short break to regain some composure before plunging into an explanation. Next, don't assume that your child saw everything or much of anything. A preschool age child is probably not aware of what's happening under those sheets by any means, okay? But um, don't ask them what they saw or give any detail or, or talk too long about clinical explanations. It just is going to confuse them. Most three, four, and five-year-olds won't have a clue. And even if they do see something, uh, thankfully that means parents usually can let themselves off the hook with a simple mommy and daddy we're hugging because we love each other so much or whatever, you know, making mommy daddy time for the young ones. And then you got to go into the birds and the bees for the other one. Don't try glossing over tactic ones. Kids are out of preschool. Let's say it's an age-appropriate explanation to say for the six-year-old is kids of the age probably know and think more about sex than parents realize. So, parents should approach the topic as honestly as possible, please. As with any parent-child dialogue about sex, 
A parent's ultimate goal should be to answer questions honestly without oversharing and leave the door open, so to speak. For future talks, do this with a short, reassuring conversation that occurs soon after the walk-in, like right away, okay? Ideally, the following day, if it happens in the moment and you happen to come across this and you hear this, then do that. But if you're stumbling on this after the fact, don't stress too much. I'm sure you did just fine. Um, but bring it up yourself. Waiting for a child to raise a topic puts the responsibility on the child's shoulders instead of yours. So it could come up at any point in time if you fail to neglect if you neglect the topic period and try and just brush it away, well, when the child does learn to talk about it, it will be at an inappropriate time. Trust me. And so it is your responsibility and Fort right from the very beginning, children may spit out questions, rapid fire, really fast. Others may feel too ashamed or nervous to approach the topic and will instead wait for a parent to talk ahead of them, or they might blur it out in like a family dinner, which is really embarrassing. Now, it's not the time to introduce new terminology or confusing concepts. Put yourself in your little one's shoes. Advise Shelton, if you must say. Remember, how differently and simply a child perceives anything. Okay? And then say, remember when we talked about how babies were made? Indeed, the entire situation is easier to handle if a child has already listened to the birds and bees talk. But if they haven't, if your child is over eight and you've never talked about sex with him or her, then you've waited way too long and uh, you better approach it right after. And let me tell you something. If this happens to you and your child walks in and then you're dumbfounded, just wait till the morning after. Ready to broach the topic then? The morning after the incident, steal a quiet moment with your child away from siblings, friends, the television and other distractions and start with, hey, you know when you walked in on me last night? I'm sorry. We have to lock our bedroom door for that reason, and we should have used the lock. You know, it's our fault. Leading with an apology lets the child know that they did nothing wrong by walking in. Therefore, you, you remove the shame, okay? And then, because a child might be frightened by what they saw, it can be helpful to portray sex as completely normal, like making babies, even universal part of marriage thing, waiting for adults. Adults can do this. Something you saw, you'll do this when you're an adult, you know? Saying this is what mommies and daddies do, all mommies and daddies makes it more universal and less threatening and scary. Use factual plain language and answer any question a child asks without supplying any information. Answering questions the child isn't asking, don't do that. I do that and I, I failed. I promise, I promise you this is a good idea. The best post-walk-in talk is one which parent feels comfortable and relaxed, okay? Like, uh, speak to your kids as if they are your kids and your friends and, like, you're not ashamed of anything ever. Because if you're nervous, that lets the kids know that this is a bad subject, something we don't talk about. It's not a topic most of us want to embrace. But we'll get back to that later. Take a break. I need to, and we'll talk more. I'll come back.